0: It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Sometimes we don't always choose our battles very well. We get caught up in little fights. But today, Pastor JD reminds us that our fight isn't of this world. It isn't against any other human but against principalities and powers of darkness. When you compare our battles with wars of another realm, it really puts things into perspective. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor JD with today's Prophecy Update as shared on January 15th, 2023.
1: Verse 13, And it came to pass, when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood opposite him, the opposing side, and with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, loosely paraphrased, whose side are you on? Are you for us or for our adversaries? Answer, verse 14, so he said, I love this, no. Wait, that wasn't a yes or no question. This was multiple choice. He says, no, but, and you'll notice that it's capitalized Why? That's Jesus. It's known as a Christophany. A pre-Bethlehem appearance of Jesus the Christ. And we know this because of what Joshua is about to do when he realizes this. He says, no, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? Forget the question I just asked you. It's inconsequential and irrelevant and immaterial at this juncture. (laughs) See, if this was an angel, the angel would have never accepted the worship, as we see in Scripture on many occasions. This was the Lord Jesus himself. Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take your sandal off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Oh, would to God it would be said of us. And they did so and our falling on our face on holy ground and worshiping the Lord Jesus. The time has come to no longer allow ourselves to be played on opposite sides against one another. The time is at hand. Stop playing and stop being played. Get out of the game. You know, I spend a lot of time praying before an update, just really inquiring of the Lord. And my hope and my prayer is that today's update will be freeing. Because that's what the truth does. See, I know I've heard truth when I feel free. And conversely, I know I've not heard truth when I'm all tied up and bound up and weighed down. If somebody lays a heavy trip on me, puts the onus on me, and I'm burdened down by it, that's not the truth. If it's the truth, there's freedom. Here's the truth. Get out of the game. Stop playing the game. The freedom that you will experience will, (laughs) I mean, there are no words to describe it. You're out of the game. You're not playing around anymore. You're not dancing around. Why are you not dancing around? Because the trumpet is about to sound. Stop playing around, going back and forth. The commander of the army of the Lord, Jesus Himself. Interesting, all seven letters end the same way. Let him who hath an ear hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. (laughs) Wait, let him who has an ear? I've got two. Well, double for you then. And I know this is a silly illustration, but you'll get the point. Have you noticed that we were never created with earlids? I'll, I'll let you think about that for just a moment. I have an ear, I actually have two. This is rhetorical. If you really have an ear, because see, we have ears, but that doesn't mean we hear. Uh, growing up as a, a little boy, boy, I gave my mom such a hard time. I, I know I'm going to see her in heaven. Oh, I can't wait. I'm actually going to see her at the rapture because the dead in Christ rise first. Oh, I gave her such, she used to say to me in her thick accent, what he do? She would hit that certain octave. You wait till you have children of your own. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Then I had children of my own. Oh, mom, you were right. But when she would hit a certain key or octave, I tuned her out. All I heard was, oh, then after that, I knew she was yelling at me, but I wasn't hearing what she was saying to me. All I heard was, that's what, yeah, if you got a better illustration, I'm open to it. But that's what Jesus is saying. You've got ears, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to hear what the Spirit is saying. This is what the Spirit is saying. To the church, this is what the commander of the army of the Lord is saying to us, his church, his servants, take off your filthy, worldly sandals, get out of the game, because where you're standing right now is holy. Where we stand in this, the very last hour of human history as we know it, is holy. It's an exciting time to be alive. We are that generation. (laughs) We are those people who, like Paul would say to the Thessalonians, would be alive and remain and caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Ah, I can't wait. No time to play around. You know that saying, it's not a playground, it's a battleground. Well, I even would take it a step further and say, be careful what battleground you're battling on, what fight you're fighting. Are you battling against that other political party? Are you fighting those who are on the opposite side of the position in which you stand? That's not the right fight. Jesus said when He was arrested in the garden of Gethsemane. No, it wasn't when He was arrested. Oh, forgive me. It's when He was standing trial before Pilate and he was being queried about his kingdom. I, I understand you're a king. Where's your kingdom? Jesus said, my kingdom is not here. If my kingdom were here, my disciples would fight. They're not fighting. This whole movement now within the church, and we'll maybe touch on this in Second Peter, because Peter by the Holy Spirit devotes his writing and energy, his last and final words, his final will and testament, if if you will, to a warning about false teachers and false teaching and the destruction that it wreaks, the havoc that it wreaks within the church. And it's alive and well that we're supposed to fight and take dominion over the seven mountain mandate in every arena, of life, educational, governmental, financial, medical. (laughs) Oh, are you trying to fight for the kingdom here on earth? Is that because you're too invested in and tethered to this world and the things of this world? Oh, you're still playing the game. I can say this honestly, the Lord knows my heart, I actually feel very sorry for you. That's a really hard way to live. If you only knew the freedom that awaits when you taste from that cup. That's not the fight. It's the good fight of faith, the apostle Paul said. We're in a war, certainly, but it's not winning or losing, it's winning souls for Jesus. We've got to get people to Jesus as quick as we can, while we can. That's all that's going to matter at the end of the day. When that trumpet sounds, whatever political persuasion you're I'm, okay Okay, ah, Lord, I almost got away with this, not having to say this. Real quick, please hear my heart. I get excoriated whenever I say anything. Actually, all I have to do is just mention the name Trump. Why don't you talk about, did you vote for Biden? Are you pro-Biden? Stop. Stop. If Joe Biden is still human, and I have my doubts, no, I'm serious about that, for real. There's a lot of these guys who are already transhuman, you know. If he's still human, he's redeemable. He can get saved. And the same for Donald Trump. How dare you! He's a Christian. No, he's not. No, he's not. Is that good enough? (laughs) You know what the purpose of these prophecy updates is? So I can have a, a vehicle by which to yell and scream and spit on everybody in front. No, that's not what their purpose is. <laughs> the purpose is to end with the way it ends, and this is the way it ends, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ the gospel of Jesus Christ, and a simple childlike explanation of salvation by way of the ABCs of salvation. Because that's all that's going to matter. That's all that's going to matter. When that day comes on that great and final day, when that trumpet sounds, this is the only thing that's going to matter. What did you do with the person of Jesus Christ? You're either saved or you're lost. You're either born again or you're not. You're either going to spend eternity in heaven, or you're going to spend eternity in hell. (gasps) Yeah, that's what the Bible says. Well, what's the good news? The good news is that Jesus was crucified. He was buried and He rose again on the third day, and He's coming back very soon. (laughs) one day. What are the ABCs? Just a simple childlike way to share your faith, should the Lord ever present you with the profound privilege of doing so. This is a template you can use. It's Please don't make it a formula. It's just a, a tool to be equipped with and have at the ready. The A is for acknowledge or admit that you're a sinner, because unless and until you do, why would you be interested in the Savior? Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. You might be a good person, but you'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've missed the mark. It's an archery term. That's what the word sin means. We've missed the bullseye of God's perfect standard of righteousness. Now, Romans 6.23 is the sentencing phase, if you will, and we're all sentenced to death. That's the bad news, for the wages of sin is death. But here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's the A. Here's the B, and the B is so central because it comes as a result of the A, admitting, acknowledging, and it's to believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Just believe, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe, put your trust in Him, would not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. There's no question mark. The jury's not out. The verdict's in. You will be saved if you believe. And then what comes from believing in your heart is just the expressing, (laughs) the calling, the confessing which is the C, Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans 10, 13. I love Romans 10, 13. By the way, this month, I'm 41 years old. I look pretty good for 41, don't I? I got saved in January, 41 years ago. That's the only birthday I want to talk about at this point. It's when I was born again, when I called upon the name of the Lord. Never looked back. All who call upon the name of the Lord will, will be saved. I implore you today, get out of the game. It's not whose side are you on, it's are you on the Lord's side? Get out of the game. Stop being played. Stop playing the game. I promise you, on the authority of God's Word, you will be set free, and whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Today's But God testimony comes from Amy who writes, Dear Pastor J.D., I have been listening to you for the past two years, ever since the beginning of the COVID lockdowns. I cannot tell you how much I have enjoyed your sermons as well as your prophecy updates. However, my favorite part of your message is the but God testimonies. They always give me hope and encouragement in these dark times. About a year and a half ago, I was diagnosed with PBC, primary bilary cholangitis. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's an autoimmune disease that causes progressive destruction of the bile ducts. After a liver biopsy and extensive blood tests and lab work, my gastroenterologist, enterologist, (laughs) determined that I was in stage two liver failure and placed me on an experimental drug to hopefully bring my numbers out of the critical range. He explained that there is no cure for this disease and I would likely need a liver transplant within the next five to ten years. Then he highly suggested that I get the COVID vaccine due to my compromised immune system in addition in the state of north carolina i would need to be vaccinated in order to have a liver transplant earlier that year i had already written to you and received my religious exemption so i kindly explained that there was no way i was taking the so-called vaccine at the beginning of covid god placed second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 on my heart and it became my prayer for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. Fortunately, my doctor's a Christian, and he did not push the matter any further. I also informed him that I was from the great state of Alabama, and if I needed a transplant, I would gladly move home and assured him that would not be necessary because God was going to heal me. After receiving this news, I went home and prayed. I asked God to give me a but God story to share. If he would heal me, I would share my story and give him all the glory. He led me to this scripture verse, Jeremiah 17, verse 14. Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, O Lord, and I will be saved. For you are the one I praise which I would recite over and over for the next year. So here is my butt God story. I recently moved back to Birmingham, Alabama, and made an appointment with a new gastroenterologist. It took a while to get in to see him, but I was not worried. I had given this completely over to my Lord and my Savior and knew, regardless of the outcome, he was in control. After another ultrasound and more blood work I met with my new doctor. He looked over my blood work and informed me that all my levels except one was in the normal range and the one that was not was only 20 points off. He also doubted that I would ever need a transplant. I told him that God healed me. He is the great physician and He is worthy of all my praise. To God be the glory. Amen and amen. (laughs) P.S. Thank you for being a light in this world. I have fallen in love with the Bible because of your incredible studies of each book. I have one thing on my bucket list before Jesus comes again, and that is to come to Hawaii and meet my favorite pastor. (laughs) Come, or not. (laughs) There may not be time, and she says that. If not in Hawaii, then I will see you in heaven. Maranatha, your sister in Christ, Amy Finley Reeves. (laughs) Why don't you stand? There's a saying, here, there, or up in the air. I choose the latter. I think you do too. Lord, come quickly. Father in heaven, thank you so much. Oh, Lord. (sighs) You need to take it from here, Lord, as only you can, and are always so faithful to. I've done my best to rightly divide your word of truth, because your word is truth, and you, Jesus, are the truth. So Lord, the Holy Spirit now needs to take it from here and Lord, make application of it to our lives, bless it to our hearts. Because I I truly believe that this is a serious matter, and it's where we live in this world today. We're in the middle, being played against each other and oh Lord I just pray for true freedom from that please Lord set us free Jesus set us free and thank you Lord thank you Jesus we love you so much in Jesus name Amen
0: We are so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out our church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor JD. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually. Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass. So there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth.